Hi, and welcome back to the Woo Latte with the Funny Yogi and Apothecary of Light. We're here for part two of our uh, previous discussion on uh, failure, redefined. <laughs> redefined, yes, not and, so much failure. And competition, so we're going to be calling this uh, 4B or episode 5. <laughs> or episode 5, <laughs> we don't know. It's, it's the same day, we just... <laughs> Yeah, so it was so full of content, and we were just like, we weren't done with what we wanted to talk about, and we didn't want you to have to listen to another, well, get to listen to uh, a longer episode, but here's another nugget that you can uh, can take that uh, we'd like to explore a little bit more of this this idea of failure, but and also the competition. And so if you did not listen to last week's ah, episode, yes. please, uh, please, obviously I'm begging you, please, but, uh, please listen to it. <laughs> Please like me. We um, might we might reference it. <laughs> we might reference it. So if you want to check back episode four, last week's episode on redefining success and failure, go ahead and give that a quick listen. Thirty minutes. We're trying to keep all of these to thirty minutes, and then you know you can can jump back in with us here with yeah. our next episode. Yeah, exactly. So I uh, it was really poignant discussion on. Uh, especially we started with this idea of of naming something as failure and how can we re. I keep saying redefine, and it sounds so cheesy, but really, how Cheese. we can how can we how can we frame this differently so that it isn't like this negative that we feel in our life? Yeah, yeah, and um, it, and it, and it's not, you know, it's but it takes a lot of practice. Right, you have to practice yep. the redefining, or yeah. we need a better yeah. word, yeah. but you need to practice it. And as you practice that, like like I said, in my episode, not my episode. Oh, <laughs> Jessica's episode me. where she sat there and she bleeps me out the whole time. <laughs> I went through, I was trying to get through, and I went through all of my wins and losses for the week. Oh, yeah, totally. We didn't go through any of your wins and losses, which I want to go through before we really get into the meat of this. Got it. Because we always like to do that, because this woo latte is about woo-girling ourselves, woo-girling each other, celebrating the wins and losses, and for you guys, too, we want to hear, like, what are your wins and losses, and just for posterity and for people to commiserate with us that starting a business is hard. Yeah. Um, But I felt like last episode, all I did was talk about my wins and losses, um, because it was kind of themed around the topic for the day. It was very fresh. I got a loss (laughs) this morning. I got a big loss. Or not a big loss, but a failure. Um, But that we were able to... Setback. Thank you. You are so good (laughs) at reminding me that the word is setback, not failure. Um, As did my my fiancé. He's been a successful freelancer for eight years now. So shout out to the male entrepreneurs. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, They need a little woo girl too. And I texted him when I got that failure. And he right away was like... I'm so proud of you for going for it. These are going to come. These are definitely going to come. So, you know, and I was like, yeah, just this reminder of like these setbacks Mm -hmm. are going to come. Or Um, forks in the road, right? Exactly. Exactly. So anyways, can we start with your wins and losses for the week? Oh, geez. Yeah. So it's been actually a little bit since we started. um, Yeah. uh, Since the last, I mean, it it wasn't long since episode four. (laughs) It was just a few minutes ago. (laughs) But from episode three, when when Jessica and I met um, for our uh, freelancer Fridays and going through wins and losses, and it's like I, it's hard to even think back that far because, especially in this solopreneur, solo entrepreneur, whatever soulful entrepreneur, like individual entrepreneur, like we're, I, it's like we're constantly churning, and so it's like, oh, this is a really great opportunity to sit back and think, oh, what has happened? So I've made so many inroads over this past. Um, week it's a little, been a little bit yeah I week guess and it's a half. just been a week, week and a half. Um, that I have 
could never have in my human brain controlling the situation imagined that I could, that I could pull together. Woo! I love that. Woo! Like real, <laughs> real woo. Um, so of some of the things that happened, I had talked about uh, my consulting work that I'd been doing, and I created something that I thought was really positive. But there's all these questions, and oh gosh, did I hit the mark? Am I close? This is the first project that I'm turning in are they gonna like me is this like oh my gosh I'm setting the tone for the rest of our experience etc like all all this internal like strife and uh, my feedback was like this is a hundred percent on point like this is just so the voice that we're looking for I asked some really good questions and was able to to frame, I mean, this really, I mean, it was seemingly a small piece, but like a really great pick piece in the puzzle. And it was the start. So it's that's the a start. huge, like you said, yeah. it sets the tone. And it just was like, ah, oh, that feels so good. Yay! Yay! Woo! Uh, the other thing is I made inroads um, uh, to doing some work at the University of Washington here. So rad. Um, I, we'll get into it at a, at a future podcast. Future podcast. But um, I was both a patient there as well as before that I was a, a volunteer. And so I have tied those two together and have um, uh, secured a place on the patient family advisors Council, advisory council. That is so amazing. And by the way, me and my iBaby will be delivering at that hospital. Yay. So hopefully in the next few months, you're already making an impact uh, with my experience. Because yeah. I know you will because yeah. you have such a heart for the patients. Well, it feels really great because uh, it's a way that I can impact policy, edu- patient mm-hmm. um, uh, education. This one was specifically around ICUs, but there are so many other so advisory cool. committees that um, I have uh, interest in um, sharing some some of my story with. But part you're of starting it. it too. Yeah, you mentioned like uh, when we're walking. Oh, and the, so the Reiki thing. That yeah, they're so they open to that, which exactly. is amazing. What yeah. if they start doing Reiki and freaking labor and delivery? Hello. Yes. So right now they do something called bioenergy or bio, bio bioenergetics, which I think they're using this term in a hospital so that it's more accessible to people rather than things like healing touch or Reiki. Right. Because they're woo! taking the woo. It's a little bit <laughs> they're challenging. Totally, they're totally trying to like bring the woo in mm-hmm. without scaring people with yeah. too much woo. Yeah. And there already are care providers who are trained and they offer this as a service. Um, and so what I'd like to do is to expand that program and maybe so do some other things too. So it's awesome. I mean, it's all like do, 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 do. It feels like um, I, I've talked about this idea of the path is in front of you and you don't get to know but the next step. But it feels like in a Mario Brothers game. <laughs> When when the when another the, 90s reference, yeah, yeah, because I'm such a gamer, that's like the last game I've ever played. <laughs> me too, though, me too. But it just feels like these, um, these steps just like arriving under each of my feet, hmm. my, my footsteps. So it feels really, really um, empowering. It just feels like, oh, yeah, I'm on the right path, I'm on the right path. Oh. And then all these other things that are like pulling me in different directions is like these little tests that are happening. Yeah, so I have another interview co- coming up, um, actually, tomorrow with. Uh, back into corporate America potentially at a very high-end uh, genetics company that would be technical sales that and something that you would, would have been your dream oh job oh my gosh like I literally applied a year ago. I, I applied for this job six months ago mm-hmm. and I hadn't heard anything and so I just figured like oh well there you go that's that's, that's a setback that's yeah. a failure well yeah <laughs> or, or like this yeah. is not the road that I yeah. need to be taking fine I was I was actually super disappointed because I was like I am perfect for this job Mm -hmm. like this is exactly hits all it hits all the buttons but it wasn't the right timing for me 
And so who's to say that if it is now, I think, of course, you have to at least go after the opportunity to, to hear them out, to mm-hmm. hear, hear what um, it, it looks like. and like even, open every door and see which one you exactly, go through. Like exactly. Open every door. And even like networking and that sort of thing. And, yeah. and being able to own my, my true story. So the other thing that I've yeah. done this, this week is work on my uh, LinkedIn profile and really like pulling back the curtain, right? Like, oh, yeah. I didn't, d- didn't just do genetics. I'm not like... The only thing that defines me is not my 20 years experience in the genetic field and patient and so forth. And I put, I put apothecary of light up there. I put God. all the bullet points of the things that I've done. And I even put up. Freaking me out because this is what I have to do this week. <laughs> I have tasked myself with this this it week. It feels so good. Because my LinkedIn to my 700 connections that I've had for the last 15 years yep. in corporate to yep. really say, that's not just me. Yep. Here's my woo side with the funny yogi. And that is like, literally, I was getting anxiety listening to you talk about this. <laughs> and also, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I'm like, that's so rad. Well, and it's so funny because after I put this up, that's when I got contacted, which oh is like, holy God. cow, what the heck? Whoa. But and what it, does that say, though? Right. That you expose this other part of you that yeah. you think is so separate or that you're And it's kind of towards. secret, right? I'm like, secret. oh, yeah. I don't let people in to see this side unless... Right. But how... I mean, it, it shows this dynamic personality. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm just the scientist that mm-hmm. came from the lab and like, yeah. uh, lab rat, that that's, I had to leave that because that, that felt really one-dimensional to me. And so being able to open this, and even yesterday I put up, like, that I work for REI as an outdoor ed instructor, which I thought before was like, oh, people don't need to know that, or like, that might look like I have another um, interest outside of doing my real serious, work. I'm not a right, serious right, right, right. geneticist. It's like, what? Like, why can't I be dynamic? And who are the yeah. who are the characters in movies and TV that we like the most? Dynamic characters right. that everybody's attracted to. But right. I totally get what you mean that we feel like, no, I have to be a master. I can't be, I have to be a master of one, right. not a master of all. Because right. or, or, I was like, oh, a Jane of all trades. That yes. means that you aren't successful That means you're not good at this one thing. Right. Which I've always thought that too. And I don't know if it's like how our fathers raised us, Mm. But I've always thought of like, you know, if you have, it's either like a Renaissance woman or right. you're, um, or like a jack of all trades. Right. I guess I'll say Renaissance Jill. woman. Jill. I love, someone actually said that to me this week and I sort of went like a step back. I was like, I am not a Renaissance woman. And I was like, hell you yes, I totally am. are. You <laughs> fucking teach people how to snowboard. You are a Reiki master. You have a PhD in genetics. Yeah. You are a yoga instructor. You are throwing your own event for the first time this year. Down Tahoe another- Spark. Woo Call out to Tahoe Spark in May. Hey, you guys should sign up. Um, you're totally a Renaissance woman. But what's that thing of like a uh, uh, ma- yeah uh, jack of all trades or a master? If you're if you're if you're a jack of all trades and you're a master of none, none. right? And it's like no. Have you met women? <laughs> oh! Holy shit! That's my favorite thing ever, Casey. Uh, uh, hello, have you met women? <laughs> Maybe a jack Maybe can be a master of none, but a Jill. <laughs> Jilling all trades this for fucking ever. And yeah. now, just now, just recently, mm-hmm. have we really been stepping into our power and showing these yeah. men folk that that concept does not exist and that, like, look what you just did. You just opened up all your other aspects Ooh. and whether it was they saw it or not. Right. How crazy that now, six months after you applied for it and you were so fearful maybe of, like, the genetic world learning about this woo of you – now it comes right, to you. Like, right. Because they want people But it's this visibility, too. It's like being seen. What does that look like? What does that feel like? Truly being, being seen. seen right? Truly and being it's, seen. And it's 
very vulnerable. Thanks, Brene Brown. Yay. <laughs> our fave, our fave, our fave. I think we're going to quote her almost every episode. But I mean, anyways. as we should. <laughs> <laughs> she deserves all that God, props. I love you right now. Like, I just have to pause. I love Casey Kent. I know we don't really say our names as much, okay. and she's a apothecary of light. I love a pop of light. Because that was so perfect. <laughs> that is the yeah. latte coffee talk 2.0 for female entrepreneurs or solopreneurs because you're so right. Like we can, we can do this. We can Mm -hmm. do it all. And it doesn't mean that we're not good at one area. I'm going to like, I'm going to freaking bookmark this episode. Let's see this again. Yes, yes, yes. But at the same time, like we fall into the trap because we can do all these things. Where do we edit ourselves? Where do we choose to take a break from these things? Because if you listen to episode three, that was about self-care. Yeah. um, And not looking at as an indulgent for self-care, but really do allowing us to take a break. But as as women and as smart women and as uh, driven women. And mommy women. And mommy women. Like you can't turn it off. I mean, yeah. uh, I can't turn it off when I'm sleeping because I'm still dreaming about like, oh, this thing. And I'm like, what are these dreams about? Like yeah. talking to people, running late. I always have the dreams of like, I'm running late to catch a plane and I can't pack my suitcase. I don't know what that means. If you want to like uh, dive into that, uh, call me. 555-4444. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> We have derailed. Okay, we have, we have, we have, and I'm looking back at our little uh, outline that we have here because we are uh, very organized people that we follow are. agendas. That we, we came are. from the corporate space. We are. I, I don't really think we even like talked so much about that on the last one. Defining of, of, success in the corporate world versus yes, that. yes, and yeah. I think yeah, need yeah, a, yeah. I need. You I got need some wisdom to throw down. Pre- on that. Press play right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> So, like we had talked about, that we have had this success in the corporate life. Um, we've been in sales. We've sold other people's products, right? And that we've worked at this pace of, of a corporate machine, right? That, that it, um, there is a, a sales cycle, that there are expectations, that there's a hierarchy of things. And how do we adjust that to our space of being solopreneurs or solopreneurs? Um, because that, that's a that's a you know, we run at that pace. Like that's a cadence that we're not uh, unfamiliar with. Um, it's how we've been how we've been trained for fifteen years, twenty years. Uh, how old am I? Or yeah, I guess our whole life. Thirty nine. <laughs> <laughs> but in the corporate world, we've you no know, exactly. Yeah. And so, I think that uh, it's really important for us to redefine what that success looks for us because well, what we, metrics of success? Exactly, there are. I like that. Like metrics of success success because if we think about like moving at the pace of machines like this is kind of a divergent topic but as humans we can't keep up it's not possible so you know we have 24 hours in a day thank god the sun actually sets because if it didn't <laughs> well not in norway in oh, summer. Yeah. Oh. fair fair shout out to my favorite country ever okay <laughs> The Arctic. The Arctic. <laughs> what is that? The Ar- Arctic Soul or Ar- Ar- Explore the Arctic. What I don't know. I've been there. It was great. Yay! I explored it. She went on my happiness retreat last year. It Let's was that. Woo! Woo! Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Norway. Shout out. To Maybe Norway. they will sponsor us in another podcast. <laughs> They're prog- very progressive people. Yeah, and Jessica has uh, inroads there, so she might yeah. know the right people to exactly. get them to sponsor our podcast. Anyway, so. Um, Back to this idea of, of how how we are able to define our success. So part of this was um, 
it has uh, it's multifaceted like us. <laughs> <laughs> so looking at success in a way like putting together metrics that make sense for us and and um, that we we've worked in that way and does that continue to fill us and to be able to um, define our our self-employed solopreneur venture. Maybe that's something we need to do. I was just about to write that down like mm-hmm. for my own business and like say fuck the listeners. <laughs> and pause. It. We're going to we love you. We love you. <laughs> it was like I was going to write it down for me cuz I really needed it and I'm like, well, okay, first of all, that's why we're doing this podcast. Right. You don't have to take I mean, you can take notes, but hopefully you're listening and then getting gems like that and it's affecting your business in a positive way. Yeah. But that's what I was just going to do and I'm like, wait a minute, Jess. Uh, I also this this brings a good point. Like we're, we're very good at espousing this knowledge but we really need to be a, do a better job of taking the mirror and looking you looking yeah. at yourself in the mirror and saying the same thing. Practicing what we preach. Exactly. Like, you know, someone the other day on the F-bomb Facebook, uh, they asked, you know, how do you define success? Yes. And I love you doing it. Practicing what I preach. Yeah. yeah. That's a great way to define success. So to practice. And that was like, that was definitely a prompt, right? That, that started me thinking about the success too. But to practice what I'm preaching, instead of just writing it down for myself, I'm going to share it on the podcast. Yeah. What you were just talking about is like, maybe that's what we need to do at the beginning of becoming a solopreneur or whenever we fucking realize it. But I think a huge step that I have not done for myself Mm -hmm. and my business yet is defining what the metrics are for success in this business. Right. The funny yogi. Instead of going off of the 15-year career that I've had for a corporation for somebody else and a machine and a thing that was operated completely different with many teams and many people and many technologies and lots of money. Well, and also different... Different hats, different Different people. But I was using, I've been using that metric for success the whole time or by comparing myself to other successful entrepreneurs. Nice nice segue. But those are the metrics I've been using. Exactly. How come I have not sat down Mm -hmm. like what I did a little bit today with you and was like, you know what? I got this failure, but here was the success I found from it. Mm -hmm. And now I have a new metric. My metric for success now is turning a cold lead into a warm lead. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter that it didn't go through the pipeline and close. It like that. Why, I, I want to write down yeah. like the five to ten things yeah. that are going to mean success for the funny yogi. Right. I have not done that. Right. Well, we did a little bit of that in our goals for 2019. We did it at FBOM and thinking about what this looks like. But something that I learned from my business basics class that I took from Ventures is um, what we may list as our goals, mm-hmm. right, which is like have X number of customers that mm-hmm. by, by this or X number of speaking gigs or uh, – Y number of uh, registrants for my event that I'm doing in Lake Tahoe. Um, Those are, we have less control of how to get there because yes, we can give our message as much as we want and we can entice and do these things, but we're not the one that pulls the trigger on that. So if Mm -hmm. we're holding ourselves to success by that metric, it's difficult, right? Shit. Blow my mind right Right, now. Right. Shout out to my business basics professor, Steve. (laughs) Shout out to you for taking that and graduating. Yes. Thank you. But that is blowing my mind right now because that is what I'm doing. Right. And And that's that's what I was going to say. That's what we do in corporate America. Right. Because it's like how many conversions, how many sales, right? But I don't think that's what I was just going to say when you started talking. I was like, I don't think I did define that. You mentioned how we defined the goals. But Mm -hmm. yeah, goals. I defined goals. Right. I did not define what are the metrics for success in my business. And for me, a lot of it was like, I'm going to teach X number of yoga classes, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? I actually don't get to decide that because I don't have a, a, a set schedule, a regular schedule. I'm, I'm pulling up, um, so I'm subbing for classes. Mm-hmm. So if they don't come across my email as, do you want to sub this class or that I have a conflict, 
that's like, it's kind of a hard thing to live up to. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I work for REI and I teach yoga there too. So if they decide to cut a program, is that my failure? Yeah. certainly isn't. No, no. Um, And so trying to set metrics around, okay, so what I'm going to do is a a metric that I can say is, okay, I'm going to work on putting out an e-newsletter every every month. Mm -hmm. That's something that I'm in control of doing. Um, That I can um, do, um, I don't know, three public speaking yeah. events or I can offer these things or I can I can go to X number of networking events because they they fill me and I or here's something things. that I can do a, a, a success success metric for me can be I can not shame myself mm-hmm. when I have a setback yeah I can uh, my metric of success will now be when I get denied from a speaking opportunity what were the positives that I pulled from that experience? Like, why, that and document what I want to write down right. and be like, that to me defines success. If I'm able to do that after getting denied a speaking opportunity, I am successful. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. And I haven't done that yet. So yep. I just think, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for giving me Great that. Great perspective. Well, and I think that, that that brings us to this idea of comparison. And so uh, comparison two things. Like one is our previous life and working in corporate. And, and does that model fit us now? And, and the answer, that success. Right. And the answer is no, it doesn't. No. And so how do we, you know, we're the, we're the rule makers. Like, we I, make the metrics. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's exactly. what we really exactly. solidified. That's how we redefine it, by making new metrics for ourselves, for success in our business. And I really hope that all of you out there who are listening – Either you've done it before this and we're just saying something you already knew, or if you haven't, fucking yeah. do it today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so this idea, too, of um, you're in – we tend, as human beings, to do these comparisons, right? So also comparison to a similar entrepreneur or even um, female entrepreneurs that are, are, are branching out on their – female. Yeah, just or just females. females. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah. But I, we talk about yeah. – um, you know, really looking at what's happening, like, and where they're present, right? Because it's mm-hmm. typically where I feel the comparison is when I scroll through Facebook, when I scroll through Instagram, Instagram when I f- scroll through these things, like, media. oh, look at what all these things, right? And so um, we have implemented some quotes in our uh, our podcast that were really inspiring. So um, this one I really like from uh, Steve Furtick. Um, he said, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. It's so And that like gives me goose, goosebumps because it's like that is so true. It's so true. And again, even even metrics. We feel this way the most when we're on Instagram or Facebook. What am I looking at? Oh, she's got this many followers. Right. Oh, she's got this much engagement. Right. Oh, you know, and it's just like, why? She she's, has the energy to promote today. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it, it, that wasn't even today. That was filmed yesterday or whatever it was right. when she was in a good place. Or, when she was on center stage. <laughs> let's see, uh, maybe five months ago when this is getting posted. Like someone yeah. would be like, look at them. They did all this podcasting and... Um, yes, it's been work, certainly, but, and hopefully you're getting a peek at behind the scenes here, which, uh, that, that was another big like. point of what we wanted to do is we wanted to show another side of our business or give people who are interested in the apothecary life or the funny yogi that go to our events, go to our classes, you know, get benefits from us, but they wanted to go deeper or they wanted to see the other side. This is the backstage. Right. <laughs> um, and we wanted to show that vulnerability and also connect with you guys about your backstage, but that, that's funny. This is yeah. more like the backstage to the backstage. How is your business sucking? And <laughs> being awesome right. here's how ours is um but and i think um, we were inspired by the the um even just few um 
times that we went to F-bomb. Totally. That's the backstage. Right. And that's what we were talking about. And so we were talking about that too. So moving into ways, how can we um, move away from this comparison of looking at social media, looking at people's highlight reel and comparing highlight reel, highlight reel, this is how they're succeeding, this is how they're succeeding. And I think one way for me that helps is to start going to these networking events that are um, more authentic so that yeah. you can see the other side of things. So we, we've mentioned F-Bomb. I wish that they were sponsoring us. Hey, Meg. Hey, Meg. <laughs> we love it. We'll see you on Friday. Yeah. Um, but also I went to this other event called um, Soulful Entrepreneurs. I talked about mm-hmm. that a little bit at the, la- the last um, Episode. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this gives you this insight back and see like how people are really because in those spaces people are authentic. It's like you let your guard down. You're not just selling. You're really it's they are a little bit like support groups, but also just yeah. spaces to really connect on a on a soul level, on well, a person level. Yeah, yeah, I'm on this new one online, this wild women inspiring. I'm totally fucking up the name right now. Sorry. And I like talked with the founder of it the other day on Instagram. But something I found just online, not even like an in-person, like how we go to F-Bomb or in-person you go to these events. But even the online stuff, I can find so much, not just support group like you're mentioning, but also um, it's the behind the curtain. Yes, and that's the yes. only time, I think, as a solopreneur, as a business, uh, female business owner, that I am actually comparing behind the scenes to behind the scenes. Whereas normally throughout the day, if I'm not in the, one of these groups or if I'm yeah. not one of these events, yeah. I'm constantly comparing. Because when I'm looking, when I'm, when I'm having the time to scroll on Instagram, what am I probably doing? I'm probably <laughs> on the couch where I've got Grubhub on the way because I didn't feel like making food tonight right, right, for right. my family. And I'm in my pajamas and I've had, you know, I'm finally having a, a moment to like myself. Or and, procrastinating. Or procrastinating. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Or procrastinating something I need to do. And, and they're like, oh man, I wish I could be like that. Yeah, Look at and that. That's, that's the headspace and the physical space I'm in when yeah. I'm scrolling on Instagram yeah. and so when I see it it's like completely my dirtiest backstage right, right. to their perfect you know on stage moment right. and who am I following I'm following people that inspire me that I want to be like I want to emulate mm-hmm. I'm following motivational speakers who've mm-hmm. got 25,000 followers and are speaking every few days in different major cities and mm-hmm. I'm like oh I'm a piece of shit right. <laughs> So uh, that that leads right back into this one other quote that uh, I have. Um, I don't even know. It's oh, it's an excerpt from Ways to Find Encouragement. Oh, it's that, almost like isn't that special <laughs> deep thoughts from Jack Handy. Yes, and I just I just quoted isn't that special from the Church Lady Dana Carvey. Wow, wow. we love SNL in the nineties. All right, so this is a, um, starts with take it easy on yourself. Many of us are our own worst critics. We beat ourselves up when things don't play out as we imagined. It may be disappointing to make mistakes or not perform as well as we expected, but it's important to remember that no experience is wasted if we learn from it. Hmm. (laughs) Back to what we talked about in episode uh, 4A. 4A. Um, And so it, it goes on. Life is hard enough as it is. We shouldn't make it even harder on ourselves by focusing on our failures, lacks, or shortcomings. Shortcomings. Yes, having an idea of our weaknesses is as advantageous uh, in order to find ways to compensate for them. But to beat ourselves up over not being able to do everything we attempt every single time 
we try is a waste of energy. Everything we attempt every single time. I love that. Beating ourselves up at everything we attempt every single time is a waste of energy. And that is so... I have to say, I help people connect to their joy, but I am so guilty of that. Oh, yes. And, and, And that is... Yeah. I mean, I don't think that many of us that have found ourselves on this path stray far from perfectionism yeah it's we have this drive we have this we've done things well (laughs) isn't that funny (laughs) hashtag read the book the gifts of imperfection literally have it yeah in front of us in my presence right here and i just lifted it up and showed it to her face when she was talking about perfection yes yes Uh, but it's i mean um let's all Let's all make a commitment to uh, be a little bit easier on ourselves. A little kinder, maybe. Yeah. And that, that brings me back to what happened um, earlier today when we went on our walk around Green Lake. We always go for um, a little outdoor activity to to get the juices flowing, to yep. take a, uh, a break and actually connect with each other, that we don't have to do it all the way here on, uh, on this podcast because you don't need to know absolutely everything about us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so there was this this time. So this this time in Seattle is so magical. Um, if you're listening to this at a, at a different time, we're here um, in April, um, and this special um, spring. It just feels so good. Like Seattle's waking up from this gray zone. It is gray today, but um, and so the the cherry blossoms are out, oh and they God. are just magical. Gorgeous. They smell so beautifully. They, fly they are so beautiful. Freely. They right. fry the the little leaves and the flowers. The fly petals everywhere. come down. They it, look like it looks like a snow globe, right? Yes. A snow globe of cherry blossoms that are around. When I first moved to Seattle in 2015, I actually it was one of my first posts. I said I took a picture because everybody in San Diego was like, "Why would you move to Seattle?" <laughs> and I took a picture and I was like, "Because it snows pink here," oh. and it was yeah. so it's so gorgeous. Yeah. And so us that was a time to not take ourselves so seriously, to walk outside, to have the space, to just like commit, like Jessica talks, take one minute a day to uh commit to joy. Commit to joy. And so have these these small um little moments in our lives that we can stop and um Connect, connect, connect to joy, connect to small yeah. things that make us happy. Yeah. And, you know, I, we were going on this walk to talk about failure and we took a moment, like we literally, like I, I, I scooped down and like picked up the flowers and threw them everywhere. Yeah, we're throwing like confetti and yeah. it just felt like, oh, okay, like it's, this is what's important right now. This is what's important. And that's why. Hey, we, can we define success by uh, getting to take at least one time per day to take a break? And have have a, a celebration. Yes, yeah. I think we can. I think, I think I'm going to write that down now when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully these last two episodes together were helpful for you guys about redefining what failure looks like or setbacks. And also that failure mindset we can get into when we get into that comparison game. Yeah, uh, exactly. Either with corporate America or with our other entrepreneurs or just like we said, females in general. Yeah. Um, so... I think we have to talk about our coffee order. Yeah, we didn't say we didn't. uh, It was the cliffhanger. So uh, (laughs) the cliffhanger that everybody's waiting (laughs) waiting to hear what you guys had to drink today. Fuck all this wisdom. I want to know what they drank today. What did they drink? Well, so you can't tell right now because I feel like I'm a little bit uh, on the other side of it. But if I have caffeine, I kind of lose my mind, which is what we did. And I'm so glad that we went for a little walk (laughs) to walk it off. Um, I had a, a matcha green tea soy latte at Kid Temp. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 
I know. I'm not laughing at yes. you. Yes, you are. I'm laughing at your, like, I've never heard of Kid Temp until oh, literally last week. Yep. So I love how the universe brings things in. Did not know about Kid Temp. I love that you used Kid Temp. Uh, yeah. I, I have to be able to drink it. <laughs> Such a non-scalding. Such a woo latte order. I Indeed. love your order. It's you're, you're keeping it on brand. Yes, matcha. Well, that's what's tea, important. Soy. I mean, come on. Uh, we do this for you guys. It's really not for the things we like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Business expense. Business expense. <laughs> um, and then my order, which you so uh, lovely brought for me, was yeah. I wanted to try the new a cloud macchiato that Starbucks was branding because I just found I googled. You will not know how much I googled this morning about. And when you're pregnant, can you have egg whites? Uh, can you have the egg whites that are in the new Starbucks cloud macchiato that Ariana Grande is promoting on Instagram? <laughs> and I totally Googled it for at least 20 minutes. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I can again. have it. It's made from egg white powder, so it's okay. Not raw egg whites. Anyways, I had a decaf short. Yes. That's smaller than a tall, everybody, because I didn't need any caffeine. Um, caramel. Cloud macchiato. Indeed. So that is our uh, woo latte, our physical woo lattes that we had today. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Woo Latte. Uh, We will sign off now and make sure that you can follow The Apothecary of Late at Apothecary of Late. On Facebook. On Facebook and Instagram. Perfect. And uh, following me, hopefully, The Funny Yogi. uh, That's on Facebook or Instagram and soon to be on LinkedIn. Yay. (laughs) So thanks so much for having your woo latte with us today, guys. Over and out.